0: Good morning, it's Thursday, June 15th. Let's talk some baseball. We've got a handful of plays over at Patreon, the score projections page there. I'm going to give you one of those plays right here, right now. That's going to be the Cubs. I'm going to be taking the Cubs over the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's in Chicago at Wrigley Field. The wind is blowing in about 20 miles an hour. We should look for a low scoring game. The game, the line started at six and a half, it's now at seven. And that's the problem with this line right here. Six and a half for the way these two teams have scored. And by the way, Stroman pitching for the Cubs is already a ground ball pitcher, so that win doesn't affect his performance too much. It should help Oviedo a little bit more than Stroman. Now, pitching-wise, let's talk about these two pitchers and whether we should look at first five or the full game. I will tell you the full game, which obviously we're going to include relievers, there's a very very slight advantage for the pittsburgh pirates relievers for the season that's less of even less of an advantage in the near term and even less of an advantage considering the home and away splits so let's just call the bullpen a wash in general and then let's continue to give chicago another little plus mark on the fact that they're at home and what they've done here recently with the comebacks that they've had on this for example, winning ten to six after being down, what was it, uh, three, four, five runs, something? They won ten to six with a nice little comeback. Ch- uh, Chicago and Pittsburgh are both five and ten in their last ten games, so you could say they're playing pretty evenly. But again, we do have to look at the home and away. Pittsburgh sixteen and sixteen away. Chicago seventeen and sixteen at home. Pittsburgh is thirty-four and thirty-two. Chicago only thirty and thirty-seven overall. Let's look more at these starting pitchers. Oviedo for Pittsburgh, 416 ERA, 143 whip. Not good numbers. Specifically, the whip indicates a higher ERA coming. Stroman, 242 ERA, and a 104 whip. What what that indicates is he'd be playing for another team at the trade deadline because the Cubs, we can assume, fairly or not, that they're not going to be in the playoff chase, in the playoff hunt. And therefore, Stroman, with this kind of a season... Is a, is a huge huge chip to dangle out there and trade. Uh, I don't there's no issue that Stroman dislikes Chicago. He's bounced around a lot in his career, but he's got decent numbers and this is a career year for him. He, if unless he blows up somehow, he's going to bring some nice prospects back for the Cubs. But that doesn't really affect this game. What it does tell me though is Regarding his pitching skills, not only is he pitching great for the season, his last three starts, .83 ERA, sub one.88 whip. Fantastic. He's not hurt by pitching in Chicago because, again, as a ground ball pitcher, you can have the wind go out if you want, but unless he's somehow giving up uh, fly balls, they're not leaving the yard anyway. Now, Oviedo, we should mention, Last three also pretty darn good. 255 ERA, 113 WHIP. If you had that for the whole season, you'd be in a hunt for some postseason awards. Uh, but of course, Stroman, .83 would be an all-time Cy Young type candidate. So none of, the, none of these things stay the same. Um, as far as the splits home and away, Strowman is better at home than he is away, which is nice considering that. The uh, Wrigley ballpark can be harmful to pitchers' numbers. Can be. We've discussed the ground ball tendency. So anyway, 215 ERA versus a 242 overall. So he's improving himself at home. He is even more improving that number by having a 2.0 ERA at night. This is a night game. So he's done nothing but taking good numbers and improving those in this matchup tonight. Oviedo... He hasn't hurt himself on road games. He hasn't hurt himself in night games, to speak of. Less of an advantage than Strowman's getting in these. And again, with those solid numbers there, I should say he's he's a 416 overall, but he's 460 away. So he is slightly worse away, but he's also down to 406 at night. So it's kind of a wash there. And to mention, he has had nice performances recently. He gave up... uh, We pitched four in the third innings, gave up one run to the the Giants. Seven innings, two earned runs. I'm talking about earned runs here, of course. There was three in the game. Uh, He gave up three. There was five in the game. Uh, Four to Oakland, five on Pittsburgh, I should say. But uh, two earned runs to Oakland and seven innings. That's not necessarily saying much considering what Oakland had done. That was prior to their little seven-game win streak. And he gave up two runs on four hits, six and a third innings to the Mets. And the Mets haven't been on fire. I don't really buy into all that. Stroman has won his last five starts six innings, one run, eight innings, two runs, nine innings, one hit shutout, all six innings shutout. Well, he gave up a run, but it was unearned error. And then uh, six and two thirds, two. So the guy's on fire. We like the Cubs. We're gonna take the Cubs minus 150 for, we're gonna do this at 60% of one unit, six tenths, 0.6, however you wanna figure your math out here, on the money line at minus 150, and the other 40%, 0.4, on the run line to win by one and a half at plus 145. Now, if you're squeamish about that, just take the whole thing on the money line, Obviously, the odds maker is making this a seven-point game, seven-run game. And the Cubs' favorite are essentially telling us Cubs for Pirates 3. That's not a two-run margin. I do think they get the two runs on this. I'm willing to risk it. Here's a couple of advantages and one disadvantage for this by splitting it up. We'll start with, obviously, the easiest thing is it's simple. If you just play the money line, all you have to do is win the game. The home team... Again, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, is a disadvantage playing the run line because of the fact that the, home, the road team can score until there's three outs. The home team stops scoring when they're up by one the game is ended. So there's a little bit of risk there. That's a fact. But I do like this matchup enough to get that number up on the run line. Now, again, the advantages are if the Cubs actually lose this game... You're only getting, you're only paying the minus 150 price on six tenths of one of the bet, and you're getting a plus money price on the other four tenths. So if the Cubs actually lose, when we're expecting to win by at least win, but win by two or more, you've actually lost less money. The other side of the coin is if the Cubs do win by two or more, you've won more money than just betting them to win by one, because you're getting plus 145 on the one and a half. So that obviously sounds great except for the other problem is what if they do win by exactly one then you've lost your four tenths of unit bet and won your six tenths of unit bet. So you're getting two tenths or one fifth or twenty percent of a unit in profit i do think this is worth it you don't i don't do that often where i split it up like this Uh, again if you have a promo offer you've got some kind of a deal where hey As a matter of fact, I've seen something at DraftKings where if you're up by two, it's an auto payout. You could just do that then just take the money line because it's a money line play. Just take the money line and if the Cubs get up by two at any point in time, even if they lose the game, you've already been paid. So that's a solid play there. And then you don't have to dink and dunk around with this uh, twisting and turning on these different kind of bets. I'm trying to find the most value on this, which equates, as I mentioned, to increasing your win and also decreasing your loss potential and there's always that trade-off which is the one run game okay that's all i have for you and let's chat tomorrow